Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. Who, boy, how about SmackDown last night? A uh, lot of stuff going on. You know, the Fiend is cool. Daniel Bryan doing Daniel Bryan stuff. If you don't follow Smarts and Stripes on Twitter, maybe you don't know. Elimination Chamber coming to Philadelphia in March. Uh, get your tickets. Get a presale with the word Chamber. That's right. Uh, how about it? Hey, on Smarts and Stripes, we're going to have Mike Bennett coming this week. I believe on Thursday we'll be recording that, so that's cool, right? How about that? Uh, anyone start The Mandalorian yet? Um, Baby Yoda? How cool is that shit, right? Uh, Disney Plus just killing it with the uh, Star Wars content. I'm already in like season two of The Clone Wars. Um, yeah. That's that's it. Hey, Wednesday, we've got Darby Allen versus John Moxley. That's going to be a hell of a show. AEW Dynamite. That'll be fun, right? All right. I just, I, that was that goddamn game. Like, I want to cut the team some slack for this one, but because you lost to Ottawa, you don't get slack in this one. You can't lose to Ottawa. That's the problem with this game. You get a point. Yeah, you're gassed. Everyone knows you're gassed. Everyone knows what the schedule is. We all understand the situation. But, like, don't lose to Ottawa and losing in a shootout tonight is no big deal. Yes, blowing leads, this is a problem. This is becoming a problem. Um, I was saying last time I did the show, whenever that was, Wednesday, I guess, um, to me it's not so much about the blown leads as, as it is your inability to score more than two goals in regulation. They get three in regulation tonight, and it looks like, yes, you know, Islanders are obviously controlling play a little bit, but the Flyers are taking advantage of some opportunities. They're up 3-0 after 40 minutes. You think, okay, you're going to get out of this one. You're going to beat a team that hasn't lost in regulation in a real long time. This is a good character win, even if you have to hang on, even if you have to lean on Brian Elliott, and they don't finish it. They're just unable to finish it. Uh, some unfortunate penalties there at the end. The freaking too many men. I mean, they're straight up playing with six guys. I, that was that was bad. Um, just all around a disappointing third period. Really a disappointing game overall. But uh, they they make enough plays to make you think that they can they can hold on and scratch this one out. Only to blow it at the end. Um, a freaking another shootout. I can't tell you the last time I just did a regular-ass postgame that didn't come down to a shootout. I, the last the last postgame I did that ended in regulation, I think, was the Hurricanes game, because I didn't do last night's game. Uh, and is the Hurricanes game the only game this month that ended in regulation? Uh, Devils shootout, Toronto shootout, Hurricanes 4-1, uh, Montreal overtime. Toronto shootout again, Boston shootout, Washington shootout. Uh, yeah, the Ottawa game last night and uh, shootout again. So they've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games this month. Seven have gone to overtime and six have gone to a shootout. <laughs> this is just, oh, my God. Uh, at least they have two days off. They're off until Tuesday. They're at Florida for a 7 o'clock puck drop, and hey, if you're looking for somewhere to watch that 7 o'clock game against the Florida Panthers, maybe you should check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right in the heart of Wildwood Crest. It is my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. 
Uh, and it starts with the owner. That's what makes a great restaurant, a great bar, is great management, great ownership, great staff, and that's what they have at Fitzpatrick. Starts with Timmy Fitzpatrick. He is always there. I guarantee you go in, have a couple beers, the game's on, you will have a 10-minute hockey conversation with uh, Timmy Fitz before you even realize the guy's the owner of the bar. That's how cool he is. Uh, but Ev, the whole staff is great there. I always say great beer selection. They always have a Ice cold sea quench waiting for me when I walk in. That's my beer of choice there. But don't sleep on the food. Don't sleep on the food. Get that roast pork sandwich. It's uh, it's phenomenal. What else can you say? That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the next Flyers game or any game, they have so many TVs, so many packages, so many things to offer. Check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. All right, let's get to your stuff because I'm just, I'm just disappointed. I don't have a lot. Um, I thought there were some positives to take away from this one, like Provorov's play. I think Provorov is finally rounding into um, an all-around really good defenseman this season. He's had good games. I think he's been good overall, but I really liked his game tonight. And I like how he was used the last two nights. Uh, only uh, It was under 24 minutes last night, so tonight uh, with a few minutes left, he was at like 21 minutes. I think that's just a more effective way to get any – Chances are he's not Drew Doughty, you know. Chances are he's not one of, like, he's proven capable of eating the minutes, absolutely. But maybe the way to get the most production out of him is to pull rain in his minutes a little bit. And I think they've done that over the last two nights. Really liked what I saw out of him. Um, another solid game out of Elliott, although it looked like in the shootout uh, and on one of the goals, might be a little room there in the five hole. Maybe that's a, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just a tonight thing. Maybe it's something to keep an eye on going forward. But he's been susceptible there. Um, so that's not great. But I thought he was solid. Uh, you should win a game that you're up 3 nothing after 40 minutes. I can't put that on the goalie. Um, you know. I did I did say last time, uh, you know, Carter Hart had, was the only rested guy on the ice. And they needed him in the third period. And he came through. And it was a similar situation, except they won the shootout. So can't really put it all on. Uh, can't really put it on um, Elliot there. Blanked for a second. Jeez. Uh, there were some positives out of tonight, but at the end of the day, there's nothing positive you can say about blowing a three nothing lead in the third period. That's just bad. That's what bad teams do. Uh, the Flyers have been playing well. I don't think this means they're a bad team. I think they're going to bounce back and play some good hockey. If you look at what's going on around the league, teams that have, except for the freaking Islanders who can't lose, uh, you look at these teams, Carolina got off to the great start, and they're, they've come back to earth. Boston, I think, won for the first time in five games tonight. Like, they looked like the best team in hockey for a little bit. So it looks like things are starting to even out. Some teams that were hot aren't quite as hot right now. Maybe that's the Flyers, but – they need to straighten this thing out and soon because, man, I just don't want to deal with, like, a prolonged losing streak. We've talked all year about how we want to see that this team is different. We want to see that this team is different and letting a few heartbreaking, a few disappointing losses turn into six or seven losses. That's a that's a previous genre. That's a, that's a previous era. That's a previous regime thing. Uh, that's not this team. So we want to see that. Uh, fixed. Let's just get to you guys. Let's see what you all have to say. Not a good one point. Should have been two. Absolutely. There have been times this year they've come away with one point and you go, good battle. That's nice. Um, if they win last night, if they beat Ottawa, it's a good one point because the Islanders against all odds are really freaking good. Um, they're a nuisance. They never stop coming at you. 
but you can't blow a 3-0 lead, especially when you got no points the next before the night before against a terrible team. This was a game you needed two points, and uh, not getting them, especially the way it unfolded, is just really bad. Let's talk about everything but the game tonight. Yeah, well, AV is overplaying guys like play uh, like Provorov, and it's costing us at the end of uh, games. Why the hell is he starting OT after playing all that time in a back-to-back? Uh, he did limit his ice time, I thought, a little in the uh, game last night. Provorov ended with 26-32, so he did play a lot at the end of the game there. With a few minutes left, he was under like 22, 23 minutes. I thought he uh, thought he used him pretty effectively for most of the game, but you're going to lean on your best players. You're trying to get to two points, uh, especially with the, um, the roster in flux as it is. I keep saying that, but nothing changes, so I guess this is just the team we have, and we need to stop thinking that Morgan Frost or Nolan Patrick or whoever is going to be here to bail out the uh, the offense, but I, I can't say he's overplaying some guys because it's what he he's he's playing the hand he has. I will say I thought it was odd Myers came out tonight when you're looking to spark the offense. Um, you want to get your extras in. It's a back to back. Obviously, you can't just have Haig sit 20 games in a row. You can't do that. I just thought it was interesting to take Myers out. Um, I heard saw some speculation maybe he's banged up. So they just thought this was a good uh, opportunity to get uh, Haig in. That's fine. I had no problem with Haig tonight. Um, he is what he is. He's a six-seven defenseman and average. I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Haig when the team blew a three-nothing lead. It's a waste of time. Can these clowns win in regulation? It would like just on the weekends. You know, weekdays. I don't care if the games go to overtime. The weekends when I want to go do something. Come on, guys. Let's go here. Let's go. So pissed that Konechny didn't shoot on that last second chance in OT. Yo, this team needs to start pulling the trigger. We got a team of Ben Simmons right now. The Sixers need to trade Ben Simmons just to get his aura out of that freaking building because everyone on this freaking Flyers team is afraid to shoot, apparently. Unbelievable the shots they pass up. Listen, I understand making the extra pass to try to create a play. I get it. Sometimes just take it to the net, though. Like, come on. Such a lazy effort in the third. Why do we go from aggressive for two periods to sit back and watch the other team? I mean, I, I can't say they were lazy when they've played this kind of schedule. They're gassed. I don't think that was the problem. I think the problem was you need to not get out shot 13 to 4 in the second period. Like, that's that sort of momentum. Like, if you can add. You need to take advantage while you can. When you your second night of a back-to-back, you're gonna run out of gas in the third, especially with this. I mean, what kind of schedule are they on right now? They've had what one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve days. Like you're gonna be gassed at the end of that. It's about taking advantage of your opportunities before you get to um, before you get to the third period, and then your goalie has to lock it down, obviously, in the third. But like the too many men penalty, that's just avoidable. That's just not paying close enough attention, not paying enough attention to detail. Things like that, you need to just cut out. Too much passing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't like the lineup tonight. I, I don't ever want to go with Haig and Stewart. Like, that's just not an ideal lineup to me. But that's not why they lost tonight, I don't think. Like, I, you know, they they just need to play better in the first two periods. Because, you're again, you're going to be out of gas in the third. 
you need to get do a better job in those first two periods. You need to come out stronger in the first period right away. I know they score the first goal and all that, but that's not what it's about. It's about dictating the play while you have the energy, while you have the legs, because you're not going to for 60 minutes. In a 60-minute game, there's going to be momentum swings back and forth each way. When you're playing a rested team and you're tired, obviously the momentum swings are going to be drastic. You need to take advantage when you have the chance. Need Lawton back and Coots to get back to 100%. I mean, they haven't really lost anything in Couturier. Uh, he's been freaking awesome. Um, yeah, they need Lawton back. They need their depth back. They absolutely need more production out of the bottom of the lineup, and I think Lawton can help you there. Need to get Drew back to the wing. We're sitting here, man. Um, listen, this is what the team is. They're not uh, – Nolan Patrick is nowhere to be found. Morgan Frost is not coming up. I don't know. All that could change by tomorrow, but – this is the team we have right now. I, I We've been doing this for how long? Saying, well, when they figure out 3C and they get these other pieces, uh, like I don't, this is what the team is right now. I'm not watching another game live. I'll record it and watch it if they win. No confidence in closing out a game equals bad fan experience. Well, if you're only going to watch when they win, I mean, that's just you're not really a fan, you know? Like, that's not what a fan does. Such a frustrating game, got comfortable in the lead, and pretty much everyone started making piss-poor decisions. It's obvious we're a good team, but I'm sick of OT and shootout after being up. Yeah, they have to figure out a way to close out these games because, again, we can blame the schedule, we can blame the injuries, the lack of depth, um, but when you have a lead, you're supposed to hold on to it. There have been a bunch of comebacks this year, a bunch of two- and three-goal comebacks this year, not just in Flyers games all over the league, but – when you are uh, one of the better defensive teams in hockey. I mean, they've been giving up two goals a game in regulation this month. Um, they've been incredible. When you have that, when you have the type of defense, uh, when you have the type of goaltending that this team has, you're not supposed to blow leads like this. Obviously, they're not the Islanders defensively, but you can't, you can't just keep giving goals back to the other team. You need the insurance goal. You need the stem the tide goal all those sorts of things that just keep momentum on your side. They're just not getting in third periods right now. Raffle and OT, I mean, he's been good, man. Raffle's been good. I mean, it's due to injuries, but really with Coots not 100%, no Patrick and Lawton out, center depth isn't there. However, if they all come back healthy, I think we'll see better consistency over 60 minutes. Yeah, listen, um, we've been saying that for weeks now, though. Uh, I Lawton will be back soon enough. I obviously I like Lawton a lot, um, but I don't know when Patrick's going to be back, and no one seems to have an answer. I don't know when they're going to call up Morgan Frost, and no one seems to have an answer. So you only have two forward lines until then. That's you know, and a fourth line that's pretty good if if you go Raffle, Lawton, Pitlick, or whatever. They got tired. Islanders were off last night, or we could have held on. Yeah, and we can blame that all we want, but this isn't a one-night issue. Um, they've been getting outplayed in third periods for some time, and they've been, you know, um, resilient enough, lucky enough to win in overtime and in shootouts to kind of to kind of mask that fact over the last week or two. And winning is good. Always getting the getting the two points, regardless of how you get them, that's good, especially early in the year. They don't ask you how; they ask you how many. Um, but we, you can't keep playing this way. You can't just hope to hold on in third periods anymore. Let's be real. If Hart is in tonight, we probably win here. I mean, 
uh, they've blown leads with Hart and Net. They've blown leads with Elliott and Net. This is a, this is a full team thing. They they just win. They've happened to win some shootouts. They've been blowing leads for the better part of two weeks. They need to figure that part of their game out. What they do once they have a lead, that seems to be the next step for this team. Obviously, like we've said six times already, get Lawton back, get your center depth a little healthier. Things probably start to work out, but we can't wait around forever. This isn't this isn't an infinite season. They play a certain number of games. We're like we're pretty close to the twenty five percent mark of the season, right? What's the uh, what game number was this? Let's check the old standings. I don't have a calculator, so I'm not going to be able to do math. But oh, I guess I can open up the one on the uh, desktop here if that loads. Where are we? Did they count tonight? So that's yeah. So what they've played twenty games. Yeah, so they're like you know basically a quarter of the way through the season, twenty four point four percent of the way through the season. This is okay. We we don't have a three C for the first quarter of the season. What what's going to come of this? You know, Elliot needs to go. Elliot has won this team games all year. I, like, two line changes shot us, and that's like yeah, that's. They need to not get called for too many men. They need to know who's coming off for who. Uh, Sandheim looked like he got stuck turning around as the rest of the team was changing. And next thing you know, it was a two-on-one. Uh, just, just lack of communication tonight. Lack of attention to detail. That's really what it was. Yeah, bad penalty in the third to give them momentum. It, it was bad changes, penalties. Just it's. When you're tired, you can't also do the dumb shit. You know, you're going to have physical mistakes. You can't have the mental mistakes, too. The face-offs is what they're missing in Couturier. It's definitely made a difference. I, you know, you lose. I, like There are big face-offs, but, like, all right, they were the best team in the face-off dot for how many years in a row and barely made the playoffs in those years. Like, it, it, they lost a face-off tonight, and it gets one back to the to the defenseman. Lindblom immediately four-checks, creates a turnover. The Flyers have the puck behind the net. They get credited with the face-off win, but the Flyers have the puck and in a you know dangerous position. Like there's Face-offs are a very overrated stat. Provorov just said they sat back too much. I'm sure he feels that way, but matter, the fact of the matter is team's dead tired. Why the hell was Myers a healthy scratch? I don't know that he was a healthy scratch. Uh, I don't think he's, like, injured, but uh, there seemed to be some talk that he's a little banged up, and they're just trying to work in their – they're trying to work in their um, their extras. Uh, you, you can't let these guys sit all year. I never want those two in, but they're going to get in eventually after a loss to the Senators. You're looking to move some guys in, move some guys out. These were the easy ones to do, I guess. I don't know why you'd want Haig and Braun in the same lineup, but – uh, I'm not the coach, so <laughs> it's one game. I, I very much doubt that we'll be seeing that lineup regularly anytime soon. Why don't we put teams away? Because it's – I don't know. Why? Why don't they? They, they have a lot of wins this year. I, it's just – it's a problem right now. They're – that's – we've said all along this is going to be uh, like – this isn't going to be an easy thing for them to do. I, I expect them to be a much better team in the second half. It doesn't make these sorts of losses any less frustrating, 
But overall, like they're off to a decent start, and I see the makings of a good team here. They have some things to work out, absolutely. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not discouraged in what I think this team is. I just think that tonight sucked. Like, losing like this blows. Islanders two games in nine days, Flyers seven and 12. Whoever made the schedule should be fired. Second time playing them in a back-to-back. Uh, part of it is on the Flyers. They wanted the Western Canada trip early. You know, they go out to Prague. They want the Western Canada trip early, so a lot of things get juggled. Um, the schedule sucks, but everyone's going to end up playing 82 games in basically the same number of days. So I, some some nights you're going to be tired and the other team's going to be rested. You have to figure out how to take advantage when you can because the momentum's going to go the other way. I'm happy for the point considering how good the Islanders are. Stewart, like, it depends on the situation. If they if they beat Ottawa last night, this one point is totally fine. Obviously, you don't want to blow a lead, but blown leads happen. Um, it, it's, it's circumstantial. This is now three straight losses. I know you have points in two of those losses, but you still didn't win those games. It's opportunities to, to, to get two points that you didn't get. Um, if it was a different situation, sure, I'd have no problem with getting a point out of the Islanders. The Islanders are a damn good team. I don't know how, but they're a damn good team. Um, it's just frustrating when you have them. That was another situation where you had them. You're up 3-0. Per AV, Myers and Terensky were healthy scratches and not injured. So they're just out for a game. Uh, you know, I, I think it's weird to take Myers. Terensky, I don't care. I think it's weird to take Myers out when you're trying to get the offense jumpstarted. Uh, they, they've scored three goals in regulation like once in the last two weeks. I don't know why you'd take out Myers, who has, you know, three goals this month for Haig, who has eight goals in like 170 games or something. That doesn't make sense. Should it, If you're going to take someone out, it's Braun. That's what leads me – I don't think Myers is injured. I think he might be a little banged up, though. There's some guys fighting through some stuff. Uh, maybe that's it. Do you think switching up the lineup like this leads to things like too many men penalties and sloppy line changes, not as much chemistry with different guys in there? You know who you're coming on the ice for. If they didn't want the line switched up, they should score more than two goals in regulation every now and then. Like, that's a good way. If, if that's the problem, well, then you need to produce in the lines you're in so we don't have to change them. Like, I can't put that. I, that's, like, I know who you're coming on. You're in the NHL. This isn't freaking mites where, oh, I'm just jumping on the ice. Like, I know who you're coming on for. Tough loss tonight. We needed that one. It was, um like, I'm not going to put too much weight on any one November game. But it was a good game to show that you were ready to respond and bounce back from, you know, a disappointing loss the night before. And you don't get it. You come out and get the three-goal lead. But at the end of the day, if you don't get two points, now the questions start to happen. Where is this offense? How come you can't hold leads? Like, there's a number of problems right now that they were able to mask by winning some shootouts, winning some overtime games. Suddenly... We have those questions again. I'm encouraged when we get guys back. I think they will get better and better. I've said all year I expect this to be a much better team in the second half than in the first half, but 
you can't let things like the the bad habits creep in and bad habits can creep in when you're winning and you you overlook them because oh fuck we won who cares but the league keeps moving on no matter how well you think you're playing other teams are trying to beat you when do we bench Jake a game probably never how did the islanders get so good goaltending and coaching they, they i mean they had a decent amount of talent before. They kind of just underachieved and rode the Tavares thing. They're getting great goaltending, but uh, it's, it's, it's goaltending and coaching. Coots needs to be captain. Why? 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 <laughs> yeah, a letter on a jersey does not change anything. Man. It's, like, the players want Giroux captain. You know how I know that? Because he's still captain. Teams take captaincies away from players. No one's taking it away from Drew because he's a good captain. That's exactly what I meant with tough loss, Bill. The questions need to stay away at up 3-0, but games like this, they'll come up. Uh, they're they're going to. There's going to be a lot to, to be answered for now. At least they have a couple of days off now. This is only their, what, second two-day vacation or third this month. Like, they haven't had more than one game, one day in between games, except for a couple of times. Uh Take these two days, hopefully get a little healthier, hopefully just work out some mental stuff. Just put these ones behind you and get on another roll. That's what you got to do. What do they have coming up? Let's see. Uh, at Florida and at Carolina, tough road trip. Home versus Calgary, home versus Vancouver, and then end of the month. End of the month, they've got some, uh, all right, they got some good ones here. The 27th at Columbus, the 29th home versus Detroit. So just get through these next few, you know, Go 500 in these next four and then win out at the end of the month, close it with Montreal, and uh, everything's everything's back to normal. But they need to get healthy. They just need to be smarter. They need, there's a lot that this team still has to, like, work out in terms of just chemistry. Uh, we, I don't blame the chemistry issue, like, uh, too many men and shit. That's... That's just being stupid. But there is something to just knowing who your line mates are going to be, uh, knowing where they're going to be. And while the lineup is like it is, there's going to be moving pieces. We've seen the call-ups that shake up the bottom six, the, the motions. We've seen now the lines jumbled around to try to get someone going other than Couturier and Limblom because that's the dynamic duo right there. Those guys tilt the freaking ice, man. If you want to talk about something good um, – those two get it done out there. Uh, it was I'm liking Farabee up there. I think you can make use of uh, Farabee's offensive zone skill um, with two guys who get the puck into the offensive zone, and, and they both produce too, you know. So I think that could be a, a real good solid line. But man, until they figure out this three C thing, I think offense is going to be an issue. I really do. Um, I would love to see Frost up. I, I, I've said for a couple of weeks now. I'm going to give this regime the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to hammer them like I would the previous one because they've shown like in good faith that they'll trust the young kids to go out and play. Um, but when this team is averaging like 2.25 goals in regulation for a month's worth of games, um, that's not good enough. We Does Frost have holes in his game? I'm sure he does. I am sure he, you know, the the risk analysis isn't always there. I'm sure he doesn't always make the smart play. I'm sure he turns it over a little too much. But 
this team is giving up two goals a game in regulation. Can they sacrifice a little bit defensively to try to score a little bit more? Yeah, I think they can. I think they could survive that. Now, when you look at roster construction, lineup construction, like, all right, keep the lines the way I want them with the, you know, Couturier, Lindblom, TK line and Hayes, Giroux, Farabee. Well, that leaves Frost with JVR and Voracek, and it's like, shit, man, I don't want that line out there because when they don't have the puck, it's going to be a freaking disaster, you know? So there's going to be, even if they do figure out what they're doing um, with Frost or Patrick or whoever, there's going to still be some moving pieces. Again, I'm not discouraged about what I think this team can and ultimately will be by the end of this year, but shit, man, like, win when you're up 3 nothing. You know, I don't think that's too much to ask. Win when you're up 3 nothing. I don't care how tired you are, and I'll say it a million times. I know they're tired. They have to be. There's no way they're not. But everyone gets tired. Win. Just go win the goddamn game. Uh, a couple more here. Sean Couturier is my favorite player, and making him captain changes nothing. Yeah, I mean, I you know, Giroux seems pretty good at talking to the referees, so... Shame TK passed up that shot, no T. Yeah, I didn't, like, I would have rather him barrel straight into the, like, all right, you, you're, you're see, maybe you look up, maybe you don't see any net to shoot at, so you hope, no, barrel straight into the goalie. Hoping a cross-ice pass with five seconds left in overtime is going to do it that, tight, and you're in tight. It's not like you had 40 feet. You're in tight. There's not a lot of time. The defender's right there. I, that's That was asinine. I'd rather him charge the freaking goalie and get thrown out of the game for it than pass that puck. Slide into him like Luis Mendoza. Next four are tough. I think that's why this blown point hurts and stings the most. Yeah, these these last two games are um are uh you don't want to you don't want to come away from these last two games with one point. That isn't enough. That's not enough. Love to see Frost up. Uh, Should have been up since Lawton went out. In my opinion. Uh, they 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 are nervous about his um you know just the details of his game his two way game his play away from the puck just that little stuff that holds back most young players like it's not when you hear what the holes in Frost's game are they're not concerted because they're like the problems with most young players games uh consistent compete level turning it over yeah. taking too many risks, not always making the smart. That's what every young player struggles with. It's like I'm not worried long-term about him either, but I get why maybe they think he needs more seasoning. But at this point, it's a need. You you bring up his offense and hope that your good defensive effort can get you through that because they've been good defensively for this month. Like I keep two goals a game in regulation they're allowing. That's good. Uh, why is Hayes on third line? Didn't know you pay a guy seven mil to get no ice time and play on the third line. Guy was on fire at the beginning of the year. How do you reward him by burying him on the third line? I just think it's a, it's a, it's more a result of their, the holes that they do have. He has to play a role now, and he's pretty good in that role. I don't think he's being buried. I just think he's not able to make the most out of some other flawed line mates. I don't think this is going to last. I don't expect him to get the third most ice time out of all the centers all year. I assume that'll change pretty quickly, but 
until they figure out what's going on with this lineup, where should he play? Should he play more than Couturier? Absolutely not. Should he play more than Giroux? Eh, you know, it's your middle six centers. Until they figure out what's going on at center, that's going to be a problem. I never want to see Robert Haig again, not even in a commercial. Haig was fine. He's a six or seven. Um, I don't like that you took out Myers instead of Braun. That makes me wonder if there's something up with Myers. Not an injury, just a little bagged up, I wonder. Um you can't let your you can't let your extras just sit all year because then when you do need them, they haven't played in two months. So I, I get wanting to work them in after a loss. It's just the things that they needed aren't what the guys they brought into the lineup bring. You know, it's not like all right, well, yes, Jake Jason Ackerson has zero interest in playing on the defensive side of the red line, but. We really need to score, so we're going to throw him out there and hope he can live with the third-line minutes, you know. Um, you, you need to score, and you brought in guys who aren't going to score. That was odd, but I get wanting to work in your extras. Um, they play a tight-checking game. Maybe you just wanted a little bit more size, a little more physicality. But I like. I saw someone else tweet this, and it's very obvious. There's not a single thing – Haig does better than Phil Myers. There isn't. There's not one thing Haig does better than Phil Myers. Leafs lose 6-1. I didn't think it was a possibility that Babcock gets fired midseason, but shit, man, it could very well happen. That thing is going south up there. They're already talking about trading Tyson Barry. Like, ooh, it's getting nuts up there already. Exhaustion isn't an excuse. Close out the games you're leading. Get the W and go home and rest. I love when, like, no excuses. I'm, like, ex- you know what another word for excuses is? Reasons. Nobody likes the reasons, but the reasons happen. I agree. They should win every game. Go 82-0. and 0. There's no excuse for ever losing, right? Like, I, like, I, they lost. Get the fuck over it. They're tired. They ran out of gas. I assume, Bill, you've already been on a rant about the coach's decisions on the lineup tonight. The coach's decisions in the lineup had nothing to do with the outcome of the game tonight. Work your extras in versus the Sens. They lost two to one with their regular lineup against the Senators. It, like, there's no easy games. Do you think Frost would be able to jump in and produce offense on the Flyers? I do. Um, is he going to be like a you know three quarters of a point point a game player, whatever he is with the Phantoms? At least I looked. He was like twelve points in fifteen games. I think they played tonight. I don't think he had a points. So maybe twelve, thirteen points in like sixteen games, something like that. Um, I, like, do I think he'll be that? No, but I think he could just help create more scoring chances. You got to get him with the right line mates. And that could take, uh, that could take some doing maybe, I mean, like trying to think of combinations for that kid, maybe a, um, like a Giroux and a TK. And it, it's hard. It's still hard to figure out what the lines are given the the makeup of this team, but uh, I trust AV to figure this thing out. I, I, they're going to score. I really do believe it. Um, they're just not right now, and it sucks. It's a pain in the ass. All right, guys, we're uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, again, we're going to look ahead and just talk about what's next. There's Florida Panthers. Uh, I, I want Carter Hart to freaking just go out and beat Bob Robsky. I think that'll just do us all some good to see Carter out. Carter Hart go out and out-duel Sergey Bobrovsky. You know, and if you're looking to watch that happen or you're looking to find somewhere where you can see that happen, 
Look no further than Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It's my favorite bar in the whole Jersey Shore, and it starts with the owner, Timmy Fitzpatrick. He's the man. He is always there. I've never been there and not seen Timmy at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. He's making sure that beer is cold. He's making sure that food is hot. Uh, his staff is excellent. Can't put them over enough. The bartenders always have an ice-cold sequential waiting for me when I walk in. I am partial to the roast pork sandwich, but I got to tell you that chicken pot pie, mm, pretty good too. Pretty good too. So Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. If you're looking to watch the next Flyers game or any game, they have so many TVs, so many options. You will see the game you are looking for if you go in there, regardless of your interests. Uh, that's how, That's I will tell you that. If you want to watch horse racing at midnight, I bet you they can freaking find it for you. I bet you they can find it for you at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. And I know I put them over nonstop, but if there's one thing that just tells you it sets the tone for a night out watching some hockey, in the men's bathroom, there's a slap shot poster. That tells you all you need to know about the place. Uh, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore. Give it a shot the next time you're looking for a place to watch a Flyers game. And that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much all I have for you tonight. Disappointing loss. I expect him to bounce back sometime soon. Uh, but, hey, at least they have a couple days off. I will be back with you on Tuesday for that Florida game. Until then, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.